Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 12.35 in Edmonton. Hey, I just wanted to put a shout out to all those folks I met uh, Saturday night after the game at Studio 99. Uh, some of whom were patient with me as I searched out my uh, family. So uh, thanks a lot for uh, being cool, and uh, we had a good time there. It's a great facility, great place to uh, be before and after the games. John Shannon's rolling into town, actually, for the next couple of games from NHL Hockey and Rogers, and that's where we're going to go next as uh, we bring aboard uh, John to our show. John, how are you doing? Uh, good. Listen, I, I hope to see you at Studio 99 myself. But uh, I hope you have the. Uh, I hope I hope the moths on the wallet are are going to be okay. I mean, because you're going to open it up, pal. <laughs> What's that? You're opening your wallet up when I go to Studio oh. 99 with. Oh well, I guess turnabout would be fair play. You looked after me exactly. in Buffalo. There you go. Hey, so actually, I'm. I don't want to talk about the Oilers yet. Okay. Um. Uh. What the heck has gone on with the Eskimos, and when are you taking over? Because somebody, somebody's got to be running this team, man. And I don't even like the Eskimos. <laughs> what, what am I taking over? Well, yeah. I, I, listen, I know you, you. You met with them a while back. I know. I know you're on the inside oh. there. I know you're. You're. You're a football guy at heart. I'm a football and, right and now, hockey look, guy at heart. Listen, That's established that, right? This, this was this was amazing. This is, I mean, I looked at the Western standings, and the Eskimos are at the bottom. Uh, what is that? Oh, way to go! You just opened up the Pandora's box, John. What now. is that? Uh, I'm. Um... I mean, I might I might actually have to sing the Lion Fight song here anytime. You know. <laughs> It was 13 or 14 years ago, by the way. But okay. the, All right, see, see. but they didn't have, you know what it was at that time? They didn't have, like, they, they had a salary manager. They, they were just going, as you know, the Eskimos during Hugh Campbell's era when they had Frankie Morris scouting the Canadian guys and Ray Newman in the sure. States, right? I mean, the Eskimos outbid the 
for a, maybe the last seven to ten years of Hughes' reign, the Eskimos just out, they, they outbid everybody for the best Canadians because they had more money as an organization. Rick Lawlisher, who, as you know, is now running the BC Lions, recognized they were going to go to this SMS system and they were going to need to put some money and resources into um, Canadian scouting. And he knew that there were some guys out there that really loved football and went to junior games and high school games and that sort of thing when they were an SID at a Canadian school. And at that time, Alberta was... They, uh, Anybody uh, I know? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a guy you know. And uh, yeah. so maybe some conversations maybe occurred, but I, okay, I, can't, right. I, okay. I can neither confirm nor deny that that occurred, John. I, I'm, I've done my football for the day. I'm, uh, By the way, the was it you? Was the it you who... are ahead of the Eskimos. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Buffalo, uh, as I recall, there was somebody who looked across at me at dinner and said, I think you might have the best job in hockey right now of all the media guys out there. I think you were the guy that suggested that. So, and I think you're even when it's bad, it's still pretty good, John. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. Like Are I mean, me? like it, hey, I gotta watch Connor McDavid every night, right? That's not a bad yeah. gig. Uh, I know of eventually at some point this organization is gonna be pretty good. I know not everybody believes that out there, but. You know, oh, it's, it's funny. They win three straight games, John, and then they play the best team in the league, and they're the best team in the league, the Nashville Predators. The, the Oilers, John, have played five of their uh, first six games against uh, four of the top teams in the National Hockey League. Like, And it continues this week. They've played a virtual murderer's row out of the gate, and they're so far they're surviving. Well, you know, and uh, you know, you got Pittsburgh, Washington, and Shazam back in Nashville on Saturday afternoon. So um, it's, it's not going to uh, it's not going to get easier. Um, but at the same time, it, it, and I, it, this, it, it isn't luck. I think you laughed at me when I said they might be four and two. You laughed at me. Um, and what you what you have to look at, Bob, I I think is is response. Is how has the team responded? What was there anything out of the Nashville game that you saw was a positive? Was there anything out of it that you saw? Okay, beyond Connor, because you know this is now the broken record in Edmonton is that it has to be more than Connor if his team expects to win, uh, which you know to an extent it was in Winnipeg when they made the comeback because other guys contributed like Pulgarvi and like Leon. Yep. Uh, and, and and you know in the overtime victory against Boston, I mean getting Leon. Uh, a little on track helps, and and that to me, that's the linchpin to this whole club. Is what will what what will what can when will Leon Dreisaitl play at the elite level? I think that's a completely one hundred percent fair assessment. He is the swing. No. He's the. Oh yeah. It's. I mean, yeah, you know, assuming they improve special teams, and and even though they had a bad night in the power play against Nashville, and it cost them a goal and momentum in the game, and ultimately cost them the game, their power play has been pretty good to start the year. So listen here, you, you know, we if you sit down with an Oiler fan at Sylvan Lake and have a beer uh, in the middle of July, and they say, okay, what's got to happen? Well, you know what, Lucic has to be better. Yeah, Lucic has been better. Uh, you know, uh, you know the power play's got to improve. Well, you know what? It's, it's spurting along, but it, it's it's getting there. And the penalty Talbot kill penalty better. kill was good against Nashville. Penalty kill was good That's against. That's right. Nashville. Talbot has been better. There's no. Yep. Qu- I mean, Cam Talbot is what we saw two years ago. All of a sudden, all these dominoes that everybody said had to happen are starting to happen, except Leon. And that's why he's become he's the swing. This, this is one of those guys that Leon has to understand his role, know he's the number two center, 
and accept it and believe in it and go out there and fight like a lion. And I mean, and that, and that's, I think that's the frustration for many people is that we don't see, we don't see that fight from Leon that maybe we should have. And I'm not talking fisticuffs. I'm just talking about if, if he showed, if he showed his emotion, he he showed his energy like Connor did. I don't think we'd be ever having this conversation. Yeah. Well, you know what? If your special teams are improved, your goalie stops the puck. If Drysaddle, I mean. John, he went, he has gone 12 of the last 13 games. He has been dating back to last year. So we're six games in this year, the final seven games last year. Leon Dreisaitl, 12 of the last 13 games, he has been a minus player. Right? And uh, they, they, and, and plus minus, you can look at plus minus over the short term and go, ah, oh, come on, man, it's, that's... You know, but you know what? When it's twelve out of thirteen games, it is it is showing. So, like he's got to he can't cheat to create more offense, and then he's got to have more drive offensively, and it does have to go through him. And, and no one is a bigger believer. Like, you know, I've always I wanted the, I desperately wanted the Oilers to take him in twenty fourteen, and he's John John he he's still getting his sugar time with Connor. Todd still gets him. Todd McClellan still gets him out there coming out of commercial breaks. He loads up the top line and gives Leon some shifts. He's on the first unit power play. That's a given, and he starts every overtime if the Oilers go to OT. Sure, as he should, as as he should. You know, I mean we we become repetitive on it. The comparatives for, for me, for, for Dreisaitl when he's supposed to be Dreisaitl, are Barkov and Kopitar. Um, and, you know, he's not getting as much money as uh, as Kopitar, uh, but I'll tell you what, he has the skill set to do what Kopitar does. He has the skill set to do what Barkov does. So that, that's that, and I think there's and there's an expectation that he shouldn't be able to do that, and I don't think it's unreasonable. Yeah, he's certainly got to improve in terms of being defensively on the right side of the puck, not cheating yep. to create, and then you know eventually he's got. To, I, I will say there has been some times he has created some looks five on. He just hasn't cashed in. Like he's a little bit snake bit five on five offensively, and I think yeah. with him sometimes is when that doesn't happen, then he ends up cheating even more. And then there's greater challenges. The other thing I like if they, is they've split up Lucic and Drysaddle as a, a, on even strength line because it never worked. Never, in fact, the game in Pittsburgh, John, you were at that game a couple of years yeah. ago. McDavid had three points. The Oilers had a three-one lead, lost four-three, and Lucic and, and Leon were minus four each. Like they just were brutal together in that game. So yeah, the one the one thing I did like though in Winnipeg was I liked Lucic, Drysaddle, and Pulyarvi together. I really yeah. did. Well, I really did. And, and that, that said, I uh, I always wondered when the season started why Reader and Dreisaitl weren't together. So I, I kind of like I do like yeah. I do like when Reader moved there. Use Reader's speed, use Pilyarvi's size, and all of a sudden Leon has some pretty good tools to deal with. Yeah, then that'll be the, again. That was the line today at practice. Hey, some quick. So uh, Pittsburgh and Washington, you're coming to town. These these should be two exciting games, and. Nashville is a way tougher opponent for the Oilers because of the style. Like Pittsburgh and Washington are prepared to trade chances, just like Winnipeg was, and then, yep. so we should have some excitement this week at Rogers Place. Oh, I, I think uh, I, I think both games could be electric. Uh, I mean, big players get up for big teams with other big stars, and uh, and and right now in the National Hockey League, Connor McDavid 
is the standard by ever, by which every other star is measured. And so you know darn well um, uh, Sid and Malkin will be on their best game. And you know that Kuznetsov and, uh, and, and, and Eller uh, and the rest of the Caps, including Ovi, Backstrom, will be on yep. their game. Yep. And Nicholas Backstrom, that's right. Um, you know, from that perspective, this, this could, these could be two great games. Uh, the Oilers may lose both, but the, the entertainment value, I think, will be phenomenal. Uh, and I fully expect they, uh, that the Oilers will respond to the opposition as well, and, and that's a positive. I, I think that's what we. I think that's what Oilers fans need to see and want to see. John, uh, let's switch focus. I want to talk about a couple other teams around the league. Uh, you are what you are. You know what I mean? Like you sit there and Larry Robinson came up through the Montreal Canadiens organization, was with New Jersey. He was a defense first guy. Yep. You know, the Wayne Gretzky, Paul Coffey, the great Oilers, Glenn Sather, let those guys make mistakes and that's how they learned, but they're offensive guys. The Kings, you know, and that's where I'm going next. Uh, the yep. Kings to me, you know, Daryl Sutter, Sutter Hockey, inherently defensive. That's the nature of them. I think that they've tried to liberate it a bit. Uh, right now, it doesn't look like it's working. Is John Stevens in trouble here? Yes, you, you, you think? Um, here, here, here's the frustration, I think, for management there. There's a real belief internally that this team, the way it's constructed this year, is better than last year's team. Last year's team made the playoffs. Uh, last year's team got off to a great start. Um, but um, when you look at, uh, they missed Dustin Brown, and I don't think when you, Bob, how many times over the last five years did everybody always lament Dustin Brown's contract? Well, they missed Dustin Brown. Until last year, and then he bounced back and had like a 25-goal, 55-point season. And he and Kopitar were fantastic together yep. most of the season. Yep. Um, so... That so they missed Dustin Brown. Jeff Carter, who had that terrible uh, Achilles injury last year, has still hasn't recovered 100%. He's playing. He played at the end of last year, but it takes you a long time to recover. Jeff Carter's not the same right now. And Drew Doughty's trying to do too much. Jonathan Quick's, you know, not Jonathan Quick the way it is. Uh, and they're they're young guys. Uh, that's where the issue with the Kings is, is that their secondary guys have not been able to, you know, live up to expectation. When, when your number two center, and this is, you know, this is not a knock at him, but when your number two center is Adrian Kempe, you're not a very good team. You're not. And that's exactly what the Kings are right now. They're not a very good team. They lose 5-1 here. They, they lose at home 7-2 to the Islanders, 5-1 to Buffalo. And by the way, both of those teams are improved. Uh, but, you know, 17-4 to four in, in goals, four versus goals against, is, is not a very good number. Nope. And by the way, so that what, what happened Saturday night after the game against the Sabres, I, uh, Rob Blake went in and had a, a, a private meeting with, with, the, with the players. So you'll have to wonder and see how it comes about. And, and I don't know what the message was, whether it's, uh, you know, John Stevens isn't going anywhere, it's all on you. Um but you know what, Rob Blake has uh, Rob Blake has in, injected himself into the solution. You know what, John? The Pacific Division is wide open. Like Anaheim's sitting there, I think they got five wins. They're below a forty percent possession team. Like John Gibson is stealing games for them right now. 
I mean, I recall yeah. one year, you know, uh, there was a goalie named Nikolai Habibulin that started 9-2-1 with the Edmonton Oilers in Nugent Hopkins' rookie yeah. year. And he had a 960 save percentage. And it dawned on me, that's probably not sustainable. And well, and, 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 here, and here's the thing. Um, and, and we all think it. We all, I, I do believe lots of people say it. Uh, but, but, but this division, the Pacific Division, is still not as fast as the other three divisions. So uh, w- when they do play outside the division, it is a totally different game. And, I, I mean, I just, watching the Islanders go into L.A., I mean, they just scooted by the Kings. The Sabres outskated the Kings. Wait till they play, wait till they play Carolina. First, yeah, that's right. You know, and Carolina is a fast hockey team. I mean, yeah. the East right now is so much faster and the Central so much faster than what's going on in the Pacific right now. That's well, why, That's why the, you know, the Oilers, you know, I know people, it's, it's been a bit of a roller coaster six games in, but the Oilers, if they can create a little bit of a, a role, I mean, the Oilers are in pretty good shape inside the division. Yeah, well, and again, uh, five of their six games so far against four of the, I think it's fair to say four of the top eight to ten teams in the league to start the season. John, one more for you. I, one I can't figure out. Ottawa. How, how are they? Like, Max Lajoie had one goal last season in the American League. He has four in the NHL. I remember one year Corey Cross had four goals in the first two weeks of the season with the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm like, look, the guy's a career 4% shooter. This is not going to continue. But, are you know, are the Sens... Are, are they? Because I mean, I'm hearing they're playing faster. The like Guy Boucher's taking the governor off, and he's played. He's playing faster, and so's Claude Julien of Montreal. Well, they both had to. I think they both had to because the, the, their their whole environment, their whole uh, uh, reason for coaching changed in the Eastern Conference. And I, I do think that Pierre Dorian gave Boucher uh, the opportunity to change, or he'd be gone. If he didn't want to change. I think that was their meeting at the end of the season, saying, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna have to be younger, and we're gonna have to be faster." Are you prepared to do that? If you're not prepared to do that, and just and coach your your system, then you know what? Let's go our separate ways. But Boucher was prepared to change, and he has changed, and they're playing up tempo. And it's not just Lisboa. I mean, Thomas Shabbat. We all saw what he right. did at the World Junior. Yep. Shabbat's a good player. A lot of their young players are uh, have really uh, kicked it up a notch. Uh, and like every other story in the National Hockey League, Craig Anderson's been pretty darn good. Goalie and stops goal, the puck. When you get goaltending, you get a chance. And so every time the Senators play, they have a chance. John, great stuff. When are, you, are you driving in as we speak? No, I'm. Uh, I, I have to do my regular radio here in Toronto, and I'll be on an evening flight, and uh, uh, we'll go from there. It'll be uh, it'll be fun to do, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see everybody at the arena tomorrow night. All right. Well, thanks for the warning. Well, you know what? I have security. So. Yes, you do. Take care, and, John. Uh, Wear uh, orange and blue, not green and gold. All right, pal? <laughs> See you, John. That is John Shannon from NHL Hockey on Rock. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pictures. It's 12.53 at Edmonton. We will take a uh, time out. Uh, this is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. It's 12.55 at Edmonton. Some guests on Oilers Now, even John Shannon, received gift certificates from Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Oilers uh, practicing today over at the Community Arena. Cooper Moroni recalled yesterday. He today was on a line with Milan Lucic and Ryan Strom. Uh, McDavid continued to be with Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto. Yes, a pull Yarvi with Dry Settle and a reader on the left side. Oilers had four forwards rotating the fourth line. Brodziak at center with uh, Cassian slash Jason and Kara. I think there's a chance Kara could be coming out, actually. A chance against the against the Pittsburgh Penguins tomorrow. Speed, 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 speed. Uh, Kajula did skate. Uh, looked fairly quick. Not sure he's quite ready to come back yet. Of course, yesterday the Oilers put Raddy on IR and recalled Cooper Marodi. Gravel, I, I think, will play tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Penguins as well. I don't know if anything's been verified at this stage. You can text us at 630-630 for Heartland Ford. Just 20 minutes from downtown Edmonton out in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, Bob, all the lefties or the righties regarding the Oilers' power play doesn't make a difference to me. But the Oilers need to shoot more on the power play. It's like they're trying to get a TV highlight-worthy goal and make it spectacular every time. Who cares what it looks like? Insert Ryan Smith example here. Once it's on the board, people will be happy. Shoot more. Don't wait for perfect opportunities. I... 100% 100% agree with you. And if anything, that's I actually had that conversation with a couple guys today. Are there any shooters in the draft? And the, the, one of the challenges is usually the shooters aren't the greatest skaters. So, but uh, the owners have got three guys that I would call playmaking sentiment. McDavid, Settle, and Nugent Hopkins. Net front presence is Lucic. Uh, he is not the same caliber of net front presence as Ryan Smith, nor, nor should we expect him to be. He, didn't, he was not the net front presence in Boston. Played on a different spot. She played on the second power play unit a lot in Boston when he was there. Uh, and then in terms of Clef Bomb, it was interesting. Bouchard started to get some looks during the course like game as well because he made some plays. Second hour, we're going to open up the phone lines on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Brennan Escott's going to come up with a brilliant concept and an idea to discuss over the next hour on the show. Uh, we'll continue to get to your text as well for Heartland Ford. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.